I am speaking to you at a moment of grave crisis. I'm Jeff Turner, and this is Recall. It's a series about history. Not the ancient past, but history that's still hot to the touch. In this first season, I explore a revolutionary political movement that brought a modern democracy to the brink. You can find Recall, How to Start a Revolution, on the CBC Listen app or wherever you get your podcasts. This is a CBC Podcast. This is what this eruption looks like at close up or as close as is humanly possible. Now there's an eruption here near Grindavík and we have cleared the town and the area and now we're just securing the area and closing every road to the area. So you can see the red hot lava starting to erupt from the ground, shooting up like a fountain. Seeing lava emerge from the ground even if it's in a particular continent such as this, it's just fascinating to see just nature in action. I just, it's just like something from a movie. It's like something from a movie. Images of molten glowing lava bursting into the air, rivers of orange and red liquid surging through cracks in the earth. After weeks of intense activity, a volcano is erupting in southwestern Iceland, just a few kilometers from the town of Grindavik. Clive Oppenheimer is a professor of volcanology at the University of Cambridge. He's been to this volcano. Clive, hello. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, I, I could smell the sulfur listening to those clips. And, tell, uh, yes, I was there a couple of years ago. Well, tell me a little bit about, we heard people who are there, they're watching this up close. What is it that is drawing people to come and watch a volcano erupt? I think there are probably two kinds of people, some who will run the other direction and get away as fast as possible, and those who are, who are drawn like you know, a moth to the flame, because it is mesmerizing to, to see the, the dynamic earth in action, to see the lava fountaining up into the sky, smell the gases, feel the vibrations of earthquakes through your feet, and, and, and it, it's very, very multi-sensory and visceral and primal. So some of us are drawn to that. What is that like? I mean, I might be one of those people who runs the other direction, but as you're standing there <laughs> next to an erupting volcano, what is that experience like? How would you describe it? Well, I guess for me, there are two ways of experiencing it. One is as a volcanologist, that's my job. So I'm there very focused on collecting measurements. I measure the gas emissions from volcanoes. And, and so I almost don't notice what's going on when I'm in my setting up the equipment and get, getting everything working. Uh, but then when it is running, uh, then I have the opportunity, like anyone, just, just to stand and, and witness in awe uh, the spectacle of, of a live volcanic eruption. And, and as I say, it is assailing all the senses at once. The sounds are extraordinary uh, and diverse, and the smells the, of the gas, you, you can taste it at the back of your throat, and, and just the, the mesmerizing action of the fire uh, fountaining into the sky. I want to play something from you. This is taken from Earth Tunes, which is a project that records the audio of the Earth crunching together as another way to monitor seismic activity. Have a listen to this. So that was recorded just a few weeks before this volcano actually erupted. What are we hearing? So those are, I sound to me like seismic records that have been made audible. So uh, seismic energy has much, much lower frequencies, but but we can repitch that. And uh, those those uh, you're hearing these kind of little cracks. Mm -hmm. um, that in reality is uh, the, the 
the ground cracking uh, as the magma is pushing against it. So uh, an eruption involves bringing molten rock that might be several kilometers below the surface up to the ground level. And it's got to get through the rock that's already there, which is solid and, and brittle. And so that that uh, cracking that you hear is is the rock cracking uh, and made audible through um, processing these seismic records. You were at this particular site, as you mentioned a couple of years ago, back in 2021, when the action started. What was that like? Well, again, I was with colleagues uh, from the Icelandic Met Office and the university. We were measuring the gas emissions and uh, it was... Uh, uh, very cold, even though it was summertime. I dread to think what it's like now. It's not called Iceland for nothing. Uh, we we got some very interesting data. The the at that time the lava flow field had grown around the vent, so we were a good kilometer away from the actual source. Uh, but we could see what was very fascinating was that there was a cycle that the lava would come up and fountain. Uh, for about five minutes and then subside out of view for about five minutes. So there was a very cyclic pulsatory, pulsatory pattern to the eruption that, that uh, really intrigued me and, and it showed up also in our gas observations. What sort of threat does what we're seeing now pose to people and buildings that might be in, in this town, as I mentioned, nearby? They've evacuated uh, around 4,000 people, I believe, from Vindavik, uh, you know, some weeks ago. Uh, and so I, I think, you know, the, the immediate threat to life will be for, for anyone who is either going in there out of curiosity. Uh, I'm sure the area is cordoned off. Um, and also, of course, to, to scientists or protection authorities um, and, and who, who are trying to monitor and keep, keep the site, site safe. Um, the the other threat is is really the the plume of gases and particles that are rising into into the atmosphere, which will then go where the wind takes them, uh, and so this could affect air quality in some of the settled areas. I, I think the plume has been drifting towards the Westman Islands. It's possible it could impact air quality if the the wind circles it round towards Reykjavik. Obviously, that's where a, there is a larger population. So, so some issues around air quality and visibility as well. With uh, an international airport very close to the eruption site, and I think people. I mean, I certainly remember in 2010 we happened to be in Europe. Um, flights were disrupted because of that volcano that erupted. Then, could that could something like that happen again? Uh, you want me to say uh, so there you go <laughs> thank you very much uh, this uh, <laughs> this was a, a very much more explosive affair this was on a, a big mountain a big tall volcano under an uh, ice sheet and a glacier and the interaction between the molten rock and the ice that caused meltwater and then uh, it this whole mixture uh was very violently fragmenting and generating very fine ash that was lofted high into the atmosphere. And that's why it, it traveled long distances intersecting aviation corridors. Uh, what we're seeing at the moment is uh, an eruption of much more fluid, much hotter lava. Uh, yes, it's got a lot of fizz in it, and that's why we see these lava fountains along the fissures. But essentially, this is a lava flood eruption. The lava is flooding across the ground, filling in the topography mm. uh, and it's it's not the same explosive affair it's it's mostly happening at ground level we're out of time we have only about 30 seconds left this is it i mean as a scientist it's incredible to watch but just as somebody who's removed from this there is something that is is beautiful and kind of 
magical about what we're seeing. Do you feel that too? I do, yes, and I, I've been glued to the the live stream as well, watching it, uh, and it, it's so dynamic. It is magical, and so I encourage anyone to to have a look at the live stream if if you can't get to an active volcano sometime yourself. Your expertise uh, is important in this, but also your enthusiasm, Clive. Good to talk to you as ever. Thank you very much. Thanks, Matt. Clive, Thank you, Clive Oppenheimer, is a professor of volcanology at the University of Cambridge, now off to find that live stream to see the volcano through my own eyes. For more CBC Podcasts, go to cbc.ca slash podcasts.